it's Margot Tantow here. Welcome to Windowsill Chats, a podcast for creatives and the creatively curious. I am so glad you're here. I've spent decades working with artists and being one myself. I've spent time in the trenches figuring out the best way to get something made, how to put oneself out there, and how to get your work noticed and pull yourself up and face the next challenge. Windowsill Chats brings you creativity from a global perspective as I talk in depth to friends I've met along the way. I'm here to bring their stories to you as well as a few of my own and see if there's anything you can pull out for yourself. Maybe a laugh, something you can relate to, and definitely a little bit more community for your quiet corner. So grab a cup of tea or coffee, maybe your paint water, a glass of wine, and join me over in my sunny windowsill. Listeners, I am so glad you're here. I am so glad you're back. If you are, and if it's your first time, welcome. There's lots here for you. Drum roll. I'm super excited about this week because I have the lovely Lisa Bardo on for a chat. I have been wanting to talk to Lisa for a long time. And now there's a really good reason and some exciting news that she has to share with you. Lisa Bardo, if you're not familiar with who she is, is an illustrator and digital art educator who helps millions of people all around the world find their creativity through drawing on the iPad. Lisa owns Bardot Brush, where she creates industry-leading digital brushes, tutorials, and art-making resources that are enjoyed by artists of all levels. And she is such a generous teacher. She just gives, gives, gives. And I'm sure many of you have been learning from Lisa and using her resources for a long time. And if not, get after it. Very exciting news, though, is that Lisa recently published her first book, Drawing Digital, The Complete Guide for Learning to Draw and Paint on Your iPad. And you guys, it is packed full of Lisa's generous goodness, her ideas and how-tos, and it is just going to be the go-to for Procreate and for drawing on the iPad. I'm so excited for you to get it in your hands. It's been out just a couple of weeks now, and you can get it wherever you get your favorite books. I highly, highly recommend it. It is going to be with me in my bag whenever I travel with my iPad. Every time I crack it, I will learn something new and you will too. Additionally, Lisa runs Making Art Every Day, which provides drawing prompts and challenges to overcome creative fears and develop an art making practice. I highly recommend checking that out. And the the other thing Lisa runs is the Art Makers Club, which is a joy-filled creative community and learning hub for digital art makers. You guys meet live in there. You have prompts. You learn things together. It's just such a great place for meeting people like you and connecting and getting the support that you need. And we talk all about that. So I'm just, again, really, really pleased to have Lisa on. I've known Lisa for a few years now, and I'm just continually impressed by what she puts out into the world for the rest of us and how well she does it. I have loved learning from her. It's the kind of thing where I learn from Lisa and then I just can't wait to keep trying and trying and trying what she's taught me and and watching, you know, kind of my level of understanding improve. So grab whatever you're you're working on or you're sipping and let's not hesitate a minute longer. Here is Lisa. 
Lisa, I'm so glad you're here. I've been wanting to have you on for so long. And I just, this is, everything's aligning and all things are good are happening right now. Thanks for having me so much. Like, I am really, really excited to be here and to chat with you. Oh, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> you know, I always love to start with kind of your story, how you ended up where you are right now, your creative path. So if you could give us a little intel on yeah, um, yeah, how you got here, that would be awesome. I, yeah, and it, sometimes it's hard like when I get asked this question to like decide like, okay, where do I begin? Because yeah, um, sure. Did you draw when you were little? <laughs> I did all like creativity is is like so ingrained in me. I that's like been my entire being for as long as I can remember. Like I've just been making things whatever I could whatever I could get my hands on. Like I remember at one point in life where I was just like my life goal is to make everything. I want to learn how to make every possible thing you can make. <laughs> right? I mean, I think so many of us have that feeling. Something new comes out. I just moved my studio and was unpacking. I was like, oh my gosh, seriously, how many did things did I think I was going to do at once? <laughs> I know. I feel like I'm in that I'm in that phase right now, not to get off topic, but like I'm like a buying new hobbies and new things to try. Um, like I'm in a place financially, I think where I like feel more comfortable doing that, but then I'm kind of going overboard. Cause I'm like, when am I gonna have time to do all these things? <laughs> it's irresistible though. I mean, it's I our, the best kind of candy store, right? A new, it really is. a new technique or a new tool or a new just thing altogether. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Well, it's interesting. Like to tie it back into my story is like, what I'm doing now, it feels like the longest that I've done anything kind of, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm very like bouncing around between different things, but yeah, I mean, after I graduated, um, college, I started a photography business with my husband and we did wedding photography for like 11 years and kind of, I don't know, halfway through that, I started to not be feeling it anymore and wanted to get more into like art and do yeah. something on that side of things. And so, um, that's when I found Procreate and I started playing around with that and started making brushes for it and just kind of like seeing where that, you know, kind of led me. And I, one of the things that was like, it's, it's such a big part of my story and why I'm at the place I'm at now is, um, cause I, I set a goal in like, what was it? 2016 to draw every day. Like mm. that was like, I'm going to, I want to learn to draw and I want to see who, what kind of artist I am. And I just want to see what happens, you know? Yeah. So I set a goal to draw something every day and I didn't do it every day, but I did pretty good with it. And it was just really interesting, like what kind of came out of that. And a lot of it was just realizing how much I needed like a creative outlet in terms of like creative mm. expression for yourself, because I, 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 I got pregnant that year. It was very like, turbulent, yeah. <laughs> emotional. I was going through bad depression and like the artwork that came out of me because I, I kind of, I set that goal to do it and I just had to do something. And that's what came out of me. And that's what I think is cool about creativity is like you decide to do this thing and you just kind of see what comes out of yourself, which I, yeah. I, that's one of my favorite things about creativity is like seeing like into people by what they create out of them. So, um, so yeah, and and I I started doing that and I started selling my own brushes and then I wanted to teach people how to use the brushes that I made for Procreate. Um and and then that kind of like launched all of what I do now and and the teaching is has become such a a huge part of it because I can remember at one point in my like I want to do art journey where I set another year goal. I was like, okay, 
this year, I think it was like two years after that one, I'm like, I'm going to make something every two weeks and then I'm going to sell it. And I just wanted to like make art, make stuff. I made like pillows. I made art prints and stuff like that because I really just wanted people to like want the stuff that I was making. I was like, I want to be like, you know, (laughs) wanted, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Like desire. Um, And I, I fell off the bandwagon with it. I think I got like a couple months into that year and it was, it was, it was way, way, way too ambitious. Um, But at the same time, this is when I was starting to also like do tutorials and teach. And it was really like an interesting observation to um, see like, I feel like that other project was egotistical. I was like, mm. I want people to like want my stuff and like be interested right. in me and stuff like that. But it was when I started like actually just sharing my knowledge and sharing my process and just sharing and giving and giving and giving. That's when I like was able to make the impact that I was really, that's what I was really, I wanted to like have an impact. Yeah. And that's when I was really able to do it, which is like, just makes so much sense. The more you give, the more you get. Um, but it was like interesting to have those two experiences, you know, in the in my journey. Well, it is. And I feel like we don't always know how to approach that because we I feel like we as creatives or as people who make something, whatever that is, that's what you think you're supposed to put out. I'm going to make this thing and put it out into the world because that's what you're air quotes supposed to do when all the time how you were making it, how you were going about getting something creative drawn was what ended up being what people really interested in. Yeah. Yeah. People are excited about the things you make, but I think they're more excited to, to like be a part of the process of how Mm -hmm. the thing is made Mm -hmm. because I don't know. I think it's, there's an insight. Maybe they want to do it themselves. Like that could be a part of it where they want to like get the knowledge in order to be able to do these things themselves, but also just like having an understanding of what goes into something, I think, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, it goes back to us wa- liking to try different things. It's like, yeah. well, how, how'd they do that and how'd they do that? I mean, I can't remember when I first became aware of your brushes, but it was a long time ago. And I'm, I mean, like you were the first one that I remember, oh, somebody's making and selling and making available brushes that might be more interesting to me than what this come this stock thing that it comes mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. And and I just think that whole creative process, like what was your aha and and your how do you like get to that? Like, oh, I could sell these. I could package um, this whole thing. Well, I think I had the same experience you had where like the the app comes with a set of brushes and they're like they're fine, but I was like seeking a, you know something else, a different look. And this was at a, this was like I was very early to all of this. Yeah. Um and I, there was nothing else out there. I knew there was, I knew that brushes for Photoshop existed. So mm-hmm. I knew this was like a thing that you could, you could do. And so I was like, ah, I want brushes that are a little more like X, Y, Z, like, a, like right. this particular look or whatever it is. And, you know, knowing that Procreate had those settings you could play around with. So I just kind of started like playing around with it and playing and playing. Like anytime I make brushes, it's because of play. Like, most of the brush sets that I have made have started on when I was on a vacation or something like uh-huh. that. And I'm just like, feel free. And I'm just like, oh, what happens? Let's play with this. Like 90% of the brush sets that I made like started while I was on vacation. But um, but yeah, I, I started creating some stuff and I was happy with them. And I started, I use them a lot and just kind of identifying that like 
something like that didn't exist. And other yeah. people might also want this thing that I made, you know, like pe- other people probably want to have different brushes and different looks and different, you know, yeah. things that you can do with your digital art. And so I was like, well, I'll put them on creative market and see what happens. And, and it, they did really well, like right from the get go, which was like really, really exciting. And it's only yeah. grown from there. <laughs> it's so cool. And you are so generous about it. I mean, I love when I open my inbox and there's something from Lisa Bardot, because I know there's going to be value in there. I know I'm going to get something out of it. I'm going to care. I'm going to be interested. You're going to give me something, you know, it's just really cool. I learn things all the time from you. And I love, it's not just that either. It's like, you're such a good teacher. I love revisiting it and playing with it again. And and like six months later, I'm going to go revisit that animation that I did or whatever. And I, oh my gosh, that was so fun. And I do, you're right. When you're traveling or somewhere and you have time to play with this new knowledge, that's when like, I can really, I thank you even more (laughs) because like, look at that. (laughs) And I remembered how, and I did it again, you know? Oh, yay. That's, I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I have, um, (laughs) I probably have a lot of like mental you know, health stuff that, that like makes me want to just like go above and beyond and be a perfectionist. And, um, I don't know. I, I just, I don't want people to ever feel like when I'm like giving out or, you know, selling a new brush set or doing a tutorial, I just want them to feel like they can do it. And so I'm like trying to, my brain is like overthinking, like, okay, where would they get stuck in the process? How can I make this easier? Like, I don't want anybody to feel bad when they make art, like, or feel like they can't do it. So I try to do everything that I can to like, make sure it's like a smooth experience for people and that they get to that feeling um, of like, oh my gosh, I made this because that, yeah. oh my gosh, I made this is like my, uh, that's my drug. Yeah. <laughs> that's like what I'm chasing with everything that I do. Like, I just love creativity because it gives me that feeling of, oh my gosh, look what I made. And I want other people to have that too. It's so cool. And I don't know, I've for sure experienced that in learning from you. And, and I, even on, well, not even also, I should say like, like even was a, a question <laughs> on YouTube things. Like I remember, um, making the gifts, gifs for my, um, for what is it? Instagram for mm-hmm. windowsill chats. And I learned how from you, you know, oh, this is how I make it move. This is how I do the thing. And just so many little things like, oh, it's Lisa. It's Lisa showing up. And I've had the opportunity to learn from you twice in person, which has been super great because you are a fantastic teacher. Did you teach before this? Like, I'm, I'm also curious as how this, like you were playing yourself. You thought I'll put some of these on creative market. And now you have now you've just been to London to hang out with the procreate people. I mean, there's a, there's a gap in there. Like how, yeah. how did this evolve? Do you ever imagine you'd be doing this in this way? I really, I don't, I don't think so. Like, well, and it's interesting. You mentioned like my teaching and being in my, like, has that always been a thing? And when I graduated college, I got, I got a degree in graphic design and photography. And when I, I didn't really know what I was going to do with that afterwards. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to be a teacher. Cause I think I'd be good at that, you know, but it wasn't like something I'd done much. Right. <laughs> I was like, that sounds cool. Like to get to teach people stuff. 
Um, and I ended up not doing that, obviously. Well, I mean, I guess I do now, but not like going to teach at a school or something like that. Right. Um, but yeah, like I just, I, I made these, it was one of my brush sets. That's like kind of a weird one to use. And I, I really wanted people to understand how to use it. So that was like kind of one of my first tutorials. Um, and then in, uh, the real thing that kicked it all off was in 20 beginning of 2019, I, I launched this drawing challenge that I've now been running ever since called Making Art Every Day. And it's daily drawing prompts. And I also dose out a little bit of motivation and tutorials and things like that. Um, and we do a different theme every month and different kind of like themes for each week of the month too. So for oh, the great. past five years, <laughs> I've had a daily drawing prompt for people um, but I knew going, if I'm going to start this project and I'm going to recommend people do it in Procreate, they're going to want to know how to use Procreate. So that's when I mm. made my first like intro to Procreate video. That's now, that's still like my top video. <laughs> it's like 6 yeah. million views or something Jeez. like that. Um, so did the drawing just... prompt come first before that? What do you mean? Did the drawing prompts come and so... then you thought how to do it? No, no, no. I let, so I launched this whole thing on January 1st, 2019. Yeah. And I, and at the same time, same time. like, okay, I, I launched that video. Cause I'm like, people that need, they need the resource. They're going to need, I again, I didn't want people to feel lost. So yeah, <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I'm going to cover your back, you know, and, and have this ready for you. Yeah. And then I've just kept going with that. Actually making art every day has what's kind of fueled a lot of the teaching that I do because I'm like, okay, I'm going to tell you to draw a cat or I'm going to tell you to draw this piece of fruit and I don't want you to feel like you can't do it. Like my whole goal is to like overcome whatever barrier I had. So I'm like, let's make a tutorial. Like one month we did people. Um, and like, I didn't really feel like I knew how to draw people, but I, and I know what it feels like when you're like, I don't know how to draw people. Like that right. seems really scary. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to just like figure it out and learn it and then make a tutorial series teaching people how to draw eyes and then ears and noses and like go through the whole body basically. And I put together this entire huge tutorial <laughs> series all spurred by the fact that I just wanted people to feel like they can do it. Oh man. That's so great. I mean, that's, it's just, that's, I don't think that's common really that somebody is so giving and thinking about others. And I, but I feel like, and I say this, more often than not in this creative world we're in, it's a very generous one. And I feel like we want to see each other succeed. And mm -hmm. you've just done so much for this space. It's really, it's really great. And I, I know it's from just a, a passion and that's, that's even better. Yeah. I mean, in, yeah. In 2019, when you started that, you probably just thought, Oh, let's try this. I'm interested in this. Let's do this. Yeah, I was like, well, we'll give this a year. Like, I'm going to say I'm going to commit to giving because and it all came from that year where I said I would draw every day. Like, that's what, you know, spurred that whole thing on. Um, so I was like, I'll give it a year. And it was like it was it was really hard at times, like to come up with stuff, to write an email every week. Like, yeah, it was very challenging. But I was like, I'm I committed. <laughs> I told the world I was going to do this. So I have to do it, which is kind of the way that my brain thinks. I'm like, I can't like. I can't leave people hanging if they're interested in this, I guess. <laughs> right. But yeah. Well, and then everybody was at home locked. Yeah. In. So, so that, yeah, when 2020 came around like that, that, that really changed a lot. Um, so 
we when the shutdown happened and all the schools closed and everything like that, um, my husband and I, my husband Jeff, we actually run the business together. So, you know, he's a little more behind the scenes with everything, but we run it all together. But we looked at each other and we're like, hey, like, what if we just like live streamed drawing like every day this week? Like we'll just get on mm-hmm. and we'll just draw whatever we're drawing and People can hang out with us and join because we all have nothing to do right now because right. we're all stuck at home. And so we started doing that and people started showing up with us and we just kind of kept doing it. We were online like five days a week in the very beginning, um, all while I was like eight months pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that like yeah. you set up your studio space just really well so people could see and mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And what started is just like, I'm, I'm drawing waffles today because that's what I said I was going to draw today kind of morphed into like, okay, now I'm going to teach you like how to draw waffles mm-hmm. or whatever, cats, dogs, whatever it was. Um, and we did that for pretty much until the baby was born, you know, from like March until May 1st when he was born, yeah. um, five started at five days. We went down to like two or three days a week because oh. it's insane. Um, yeah. <laughs> and and it's it it's absolutely kind of mind boggling sometimes like to realize like how many people kind of showed up with me to do that and showed up interested in what I'm doing. And it still boggles my mind, like how many people were interested in this. Yeah, it's it's you know, it's a space. I think the timing is so interesting, too, because it's a space that people are still learning about. Mm-hmm. It's it's helped or it's changed the way people do art because it's easier to transport. It's clean. You don't have anything to clean up. Um, and and I feel like your brushes and your tutorials were one of the tools that people had to make procreate work for them and make it feel more and more or less and less tech, tech you know, yeah. and more and more like hand. And that's a big deal because in the very beginning, as an art director, oh my gosh, I would just see so much, you know, I would say to people as I was, you know, speaking or whatever, don't make it look too procreate-y because it <laughs> did, you know, it looked, yeah. it, you could spot it really fairly easily and you can't. And this, it doesn't work that way anymore. It's not quite the same. I mean, you still can for certain things, but once yeah. they have the knowledge and the tools, mm-hmm. it's just another, it's just another medium. Yeah. And that's like kind of been another one of my little goals with all of this that I do with Procreate is I really do treat it like it sits alongside watercolor Mm -hmm. painting or like literally any other medium. This is just like another medium, another tool. It just happens to be on a computer, you know, an iPad, digital. Um, But I even did an art retreat all based around Procreate back in May in Mexico. Oh, I so wanted to go. Oh, I so so wanted to go. (laughs) Um, But we took a group of like 16 to Mexico when we met with all these wonderful artisans, local artisans, and we learned about their crafts that they made. And um, it was wonderful. And then we did Procreate art lessons. And I don't think Mm -hmm. I'd, I don't think I have had heard of doing an art retreat based around even just digital art, you know? Right. But we can bring our iPads, you know, we can do that now thanks to the technology that we have. And it's just so easy, like you said, to like pick it up and do it. Um, And so many ways that you can explore creativity. Like I've taught people how to 
Um, do stained glass in Procreate, how to make mm-hmm. decorated sugar cookies in Procreate, like how mm-hmm. to do um, like block printing, you know, like uh, mm-hmm. like carving, like the digital way, paper cut art. Like mm-hmm. there's so many different mediums that you can explore within this digital medium, which I think is just so fun because I am motivated, I guess, by novelty. Like I like always have to be trying new things. I, yeah, it's like hard for me to like do the, do the same thing, which I think is why this thing procreate and digital art like has stuck is because I can do so much within that where it feels new all the time. That's interesting. That goes back to being interested in many, you know, kind of different things. Mm -hmm. And, and you're right. You can really just all those things you just mentioned. I feel like doing a block print today. Well, I can still do it right here on my lap or wherever that is. Yeah. You know, um, I have some, I'd love to know your thoughts on some of that, the balance of that, you know, the kind of the intersection of technology and creativity mm-hmm. in the digital age, kind of the balance between embracing that and preserving the authenticity of the creative process. I mean, I think Procreate is totally a creative process. So how do you kind of see that? How do you balance that for yourself? Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of the create my creative time is spent doing stuff on a screen, you know, digital kind of stuff. But I do try to balance that with um, like physical crafts, physical things like sewing or like watercolor painting, because there's 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 something different about it. It's like a different thing. In my brain, I just thought of this metaphor of like homemade mac and cheese, delicious homemade craft mac and cheese from the box. I love them both. Right, right. (laughs) But they're different things, you know, Um, and one's not going to cancel out the other. And that's kind of how I feel about like digital work versus like, you know, drawing on paper, painting with paints, getting messy, because I think those are all important things to do as well. And one feeds the other. Like when I get some time to spend doing like some physical art or something like that, um, it only like helps my digital and the other way around. Like my drawing skills have improved greatly because I'm able to like spend so much time drawing digitally. So now if I wanted to go to paint, I have those skills as well. So yeah. Right. It's, it's a practice with your hands Mm -hmm. and your mind Mm -hmm. and your abilities. And so it lends itself it translates. It feels like it. Well, yeah. And the, and, and that's kind of like when I started making art every day, I said, Hey, I think like you can follow along with these prompts in whatever medium you want. If you want to paint, if you want to draw on paper in your sketchbook, but I think this, this one is great. Like, because it's so easy and accessible, you can take it with you anywhere. You can pick it up and put it down really easily. You don't have to make a mess of things, kind of all the things you were saying. So I'm like, I think this is a really good tool. And it's a great way to learn to draw. Um, those skills are the same, whether it's on paper right. or not, you know, or, or on, on digital, like you're still learning how to draw things. Yeah. And I've, I've got a book coming out actually about that. I know. I want to talk and about that. By the time this airs, it'll be, it'll be in people's hands, which is really exciting. Let's dig into that. When, you know, I heard about the book this spring, when I saw you and I just Mm -hmm. thought, oh my gosh, not only can we get Lisa on YouTube or if we're lucky in person once in a while or whatever, but we get to hold this in our hands and go (laughs) back to that part and read it again. And uh, so tell us about the book, how it transpired, what you're excited about. Yeah. So my book's called Drawing Digital and it's the complete guide to learning to draw and paint on your iPad. It's the official name. Um, But it is a how to draw book in the sense of 
many other how to draw books that you've seen, but the big difference here is we're doing it digitally. So we're starting with line and shape and kind of those basic things like how to construct an object out of like 2D shapes and 3D forms. Um, but then we're also learning digital things like layers and masks and like what blend modes are. And um, and then, of course, other art things like color theory and proportions. And then we're going through all these different subjects as well. So like objects, people, plants, flowers, um, animals. And we finally like do scenes, full scenes at the end where you get to like put everything together. So it's it's a very dense book. <laughs> it was a it was I, I this is my first ever book. Um, and I don't think I could have grasped like exactly what goes into the process right. at the time that I I signed on to do it. But yeah, I'm really proud of how it came out and I'm really excited for people to get it in their hands. Hey there, Windowsill Chats listeners. This is your host, Margo, and I'm here to share some new and exciting opportunities with you. Do you want to dive even deeper into the conversations we have in the Windowsill? Well, I have got a treat for you. In case you missed it, we launched our very own Patreon channel a couple of months ago, and our community continues to grow and evolve every day. And it's the perfect way for you to get involved and support the continuation of these thought-provoking conversations. Joining our Patreon community allows you to be a crucial part of what we do here and take windowsill chats to the next level. Now I know what you're thinking, there must be a cost to this, but hold on a sec, guess what? For less than the cost of a single coffee a week, you can become a proud member of our Patreon family. Yep, for just $5 a month, you can support this podcast and ensure that these conversations will continue to be heard. Our Patreon community is where the magic happens. Not only will you get exclusive behind-the-scenes content, early access to new episodes, and bonus conversations with special guests, but you'll also be able to connect with other like-minded listeners who share your passion for artistry, creativity, and learning. By joining Patreon, you're making sure that these conversations keep flowing and I can continue to bring you the diverse perspectives and insights you've come to love. Your support directly impacts the quality and frequency of these episodes, and I couldn't do it without you, truly. So if you believe in the power of ideas and the beauty of human connection, I invite you to check out our Patreon page today. Simply head over to patreon.com backslash in the windowsill or just search in the windowsill and select the membership tier that best suits you. Remember, it's less than the cost of one coffee a week, but the impact you'll make is truly immeasurable. Thank you for being part of our incredible community and helping us keep these conversations alive and thriving in the windowsill. Your support means the world to me, and I can't wait to see you over on Patreon. That's www.patreon.com in the windowsill. One of the things that I'm looking forward to is I feel like with Procreate, when you want to learn something, I feel like there's a lot of things along the way that maybe I should have known before I'm trying whatever it is I'm trying, or I forgot because I haven't picked it up in a while or whatever. And what I love about this book is I feel like it's all those little things that you're afraid to ask in public, like, oh, how do you do that again? <laughs> it's all there. I just feel like it's going to give everyone so much. I'm sure people are really excited <laughs> that you're hearing <laughs> about this right now. Yeah. Does it, does it feel like you poured just all the detail in there so much <laughs> I am I am a very like sometimes to a fault like ambitious person and so when I'm like okay I want to do this book I'm gonna put like I I had to cut stuff out because there was like I'll bet. <laughs> it, was, it was too much book um two, but book two 
Yeah, exactly. Maybe in the next book. Um, but yeah, I, I poured everything that I had. I wanted to make sure that I covered like all the bases and that all the important stuff that you needed to know is in there. But it also didn't feel like it's going to be dated. You know, I tried to keep it as evergreen as possible. So it's more like a lot of like the concepts, not like the menu for this is here and that it's not like that. It's like, these are the concepts and this is like how layers work and and those types of things. So it's a little bit more evergreen. I actually didn't even like use any screenshots in the whole book. I illustrated all the oh, like wow. different, you know, if there's like a menu or a panel or something like that, I illustrated them all because I wanted it to really have that kind of evergreen feel to it. <laughs> I love that. And just looking, um, you can find this online bardobrush.com backslash book. Mm -hmm. And just when it, when you look at, these are the things you're going to learn or unlock the skills to learn to draw these things. <laughs> and it's like, what I could do that. You know, it's very exciting. Just, just checking it out. So yes, when this airs, the book is available, which is great. Yay, yeah. I'm so excited to see what people create as they follow along in the book. What was it like unwrapping that first book and holding it in your hands? <laughs> Um, I was a little nervous about it and, and I, it was interesting cause I actually opened it while I was in Mexico at that art retreat. I had received it like maybe a couple days before we left, but I was so busy getting ready to leave that I'm like, I don't have the headspace to right. give this what it needs to open this. And like, so I waited until I was there and I was really nervous cause in my anxious mind, I'm like, it's not going to be as good as I thought. It's going to be like all these like thoughts, you know, you and then I opened it sitting there taunting you. <laughs> I know. And then I opened it and I just like started bawling. Basically, Aww. I was like crying because it was like so like the colors came out so nice oh, and like yay. it just looked so good. And it was just, you know, two years of work at that point, you know, finally able to hold it in my hand and lots of stress. There are plenty of times where I was like, why am I, why did I decide to do this? Like as we're doing like edits and revisions and I'm like, this is so, <laughs> so hard, <laughs> but like, there it is. Oh my gosh. Oh, like it so was great. So how, amazing. how big is it? Um, I think it's 160 pages. It's about uh, half inch thick. I think. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's so juicy. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm heading to, I always like on a flight to take my iPad and, and play. And I'm like, Oh mm. my God, I need that book. Can't wait. I love do. I love doing procreate on the plane. That's like, if I don't have my kids with me, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. if I'm just by myself, you know, like I can just like, everything is kind of like, no one can get to me. I'm just on this plane and I have time and I can just have fun. I love that. Do you remember? Well, of course you do. But what tell us what your first set of brushes was that you put out to the world? I think my first I released, I think the two at the same time, if I can recall, but um, basic toolkit was which was just some like very like brushes that you use every day kind of thing. Um, and then the gouache paint box. I think mm. that was one of my very first ones, which is still my one of my favorite ones and most popular sets but I love the artwork of Mary Blair she's yes. like my art hero yeah and I always wanted to be able to paint like she does uh -huh. <laughs> so that was kind of like my goal like and I've updated the set a couple times and just trying to make it better each time to to get to that point where I can like pretend I'm Mary Blair <laughs> there you go nothing wrong with that no, <laughs> you know, one of the things that you mentioned that I, I feel like is such has been such a positive thing are the communities that you have and you foster. And I feel like today in this digital world, so many people are looking for that 
group of peers they can connect with. They feel alone in their studio. How do you, how have you seen your, your community work kind of grow and bring people together? Yeah. And it's, it's some, it's interesting because, um, I am very much like a anti-social person. I'll just sit in my house by myself, like, and be happy. Um, so when I like a lot of the community has grown out of the making art every day project, like that's when it all started and, but it wasn't necessarily like my intention to, to do that. I just wanted like to have something that people could be inspired to do. Um, but it's, it's wild that, I don't know, I think it's, it's kind of like human nature that people like these, like people want this and they want to be with other people doing things alongside them. And that's kind of what makes the project so great. You know, the drawing challenge is that like, we're all working on the same thing together. And because of that, like the community has born, was born and has grown. And I've tried to like share people's art and, um, you know, I had a, I still have a Facebook group. I'm not super active on it anymore, but, um, kind of building community that way. And, And I think it's just more of a, I, I, we're on, so we're like on YouTube and we're on Instagram and there's like different, like the communities are different in each of these little spaces. They only, they all have their, their own little culture and they're all awesome. Um, and then more recently, I guess last year I launched, um, art makers club, which yeah. is my online membership. And we do live events. So we do two, two a month. One of them is a drawing tutorial. And then one's like a Q and a, or like a draw together hangout, which we just did last week. So we all get on zoom and just like spend some time drawing together. We played Love Pictionary, that. which was Aww, really fun. That's so cool. What a good idea. <laughs> yeah. And so like, even though like, like people, are, are hard for me, <laughs> which is like, I think a weird thing for people to hear sometimes, like, but like, I get really nervous around people and stuff. Um, but to just kind of see the community blossom kind of on its own. And yeah. then like seeing that and seeing how amazing that is and how neat it is. And then to just kind of put a lot of effort into continuing to nurture those communities. Yeah. Um, because it's, it's incredible. Like, and especially like online communities, because I, all my favorite people that I like, you know, that are like my people that like, we like the same things and we can like talk and, you know, they, they don't live by me. Right. <laughs> they no, all live no, far right. away. Like, exactly. Um, And so it's really incredible that we have the internet, that we can meet these, you know, people that are just perfect for us um, and have a way to communicate with them and talk about that little niche thing that we both like. Um and then hopefully get to meet up at some points. Like that's why I love going to like Alt Summit and yeah. getting to travel. Like I'll just go. I just went to Portland, like uh, forget what August or something, to see my friend Brooke who lives there. So getting to see in person some of these people that I know online is just the best. It really is. I feel like we're so drawn together. I mean, when I started in this business, we didn't really have the internet in this way, and so it would be like you were saying, when you go somewhere. So for us, it would be a gift show or furniture show. And you'd see, you get to align with those people who have a booth next to you or whatever, because you're going through similar things in a different Mm -hmm. way. So you can support each other's process and share, you know, challenges and whatever. And just to, you know, do that over a cup of coffee in the morning and a glass of wine at night is so nice because you just, that those are lifelong friends because you can, you can relate. 
It really is the best. Like it's like those in person, you know, when you get to spend time with people in person is, is really, it's just the best. And, um, which is like when we did the art retreat, like for these people that have like spent time creating with each other online together to get to be together in person and everybody just like got along so well because we're all in that same, like we're all in the same journey. Like we're all learning and and transforming ourselves together. It's just incredible. We're lucky, aren't we? (laughs) Can you share a little bit about your trip to London and and working with Procreate? Because I mean, obviously when you started doing brushes, they're like Lisa who, and now you (laughs) are a force in there, you know, for them and you stand for them and, and because you love it so much, how, uh, how yeah. has that whole relationship unfolded? Oh my gosh. It's been so like, I love them so much as people, like they're an amazing company and everything that they stand for, like they want art to be accessible for as many people as possible. That's why they're app is so inexpensive. Like I want to, I tell them I want to send them more money because like, <laughs> I've gotten so much value out of it, but I've gotten to know them over the years, um, going to different like conferences and things that they're at. And then just like having a relationship, um, through communication online and stuff like that. And they approached me earlier this year, um, about something that they couldn't tell me about at the time. And um, so I got to kind of get in on the secret early that they were going to be coming out with this new app and they wanted me to try it out and give me, you know, give them feedback and stuff. Um, And I was really, really, really excited about it. Um, And so they, they asked me to do a demo on it for, I think I'm getting ahead of myself. So Procreate recently announced that they're um, coming out with a new app called Procreate Dreams, trying to give people okay. some context there here. And this is an anim- <laughs> this is an animation app. So it's a separate app from Procreate and it's their second ever app. Huh. So it's like a big deal for this yeah. company. Um, and so I've been working with them behind the scenes for a while and they asked me to do a demo on it for right after they announced it at this um, like festival called In Motion in London, where they were going to do a big keynote and announce what it was. And then and I would get to do a demo on it along with some other artists. Um, and it, it was like that whole experience was just dreamy. <laughs> like it was, it was equal parts, like chaotic and amazing. Like yeah. it was like one thing to the next and, but also like such a, such a thrilling moment to get to be a part of that. Oh my gosh. And and also then to like share my excitement with people about it. Cause I'm really excited about this. Like it's been so inspirational to like try this new thing, like animation. I've, you know, I've done animation in Procreate, but this is a little bit different because you can do it so much more easily. Um, But I got to share my excitement about it and teach people how to do it, which is what I just love. Like, um, you know, I'm chasing that joy of that moment. Like, oh, look what I made. And like animation is definitely one of those things where you're like, you just want to show it to be really like, like, look, it's moving. And you're like so excited about it. So it's just been a wonderful experience um, working with them and getting to be a part of something so exciting and special. I mean, look what you've done. You, you embrace something. You thought, I like this. I want to play with this. I'm going to draw every day. And that led to full circle, you know, forward motion. Hey, Lisa, we're going to launch this new platform. We've only ever launched one other before. It's gone very well. Would you, can we tell you about it before we tell anybody? <laughs> That's pretty spectacular. 
It really is. Sometimes I have to remind myself of that because I'm like very much like head down, keep working yeah. kind of person. Who me? But then I like when when I can take a moment, like after that um, festival in London was over, it was like the night after that. And I was I just started like sobbing yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, this is so amazing. Like, yeah. I can't believe like I get to do this and like I get to be my truest self when I do that, That's like everything. get to share my excitement, which sharing my excitement sometimes feels a little vulnerable. Like, so like to get to do that and then to be so like accepted and celebrated for that is just like, it was, it was just really incredible. It is. Absolutely. We don't all ever quite feel like we get there and to be able, I love that you said just that feeling of sharing your truest self because really often in the creative realm, you know, those who aren't our best friends and totally get it are like, really? You're creative? What do you do? You know, like, mm. you know, make some joke about it or or not take it seriously or whatever. And it is the space where things are happening. I mean, so much has always happened there and it's still, it happens in every medium. It's is very important. Every medium has so much passion around it. And I love that you right now are embedded in this one that is, that a lot of people love. Yeah, it's really changed so much. Um, like they they have they have really transformed digital art in yeah. this world, like procreate. It's it's something that I think a lot of people probably didn't give a second thought to or maybe never even heard of it, like yeah, only a few years ago. Yeah. And now it's such an everyday thing that yeah, most like it's funny when I started selling brushes, I would people would say, like, Oh, what do you do? And I'm like how do I explain this? <laughs> like I make brushes. They're like, paint brushes? like, I'm like, no, they're not paint brushes. Like for this app. And they just don't understand. And now I can say like, oh yeah, I teach procreate. And they're like, oh, I've heard of that. At least they've heard of it, yeah. you know, like the average person, but yeah, people had to draw on their iPad and they're like, oh, that's so cool. Like it's just like a normal everyday kind of thing now. Yeah. And to be really an ambassador for, for a brand, a company, a, a development company that's doing new yeah you know they're doing they're doing really exciting stuff it it feels so good to be you know a part of that you know in 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 the way that I am it's really awesome so this new app do you use it a lot yeah I I find myself now like when I draw anything I'm always like in in my head I'm like hmm what can I make move on this Uh drawing and that's how I think a lot of like and I've also I gone through my entire procreate library just like looking at all my old work and I'm like oh I could do this and I can Uh do this and I'll pop stuff into procreate dreams and just start making things move and I think that's what how a lot of people are probably going to use it, especially in the beginning. Like if they are procreate artists and they have a lot of work, like they're going to be able to just drag and drop their procreate work into this new app and start playing with things and moving them around. Um, Yeah. So it's, it's, it's been a lot of fun. And I have a a background, like when I was in high school, I was uh, into making films. Like that's what I thought I was going to do when I graduated high school. And so it was kind of fun to like, I don't know, feed the little filmmaker within me with all these little animations that I've been doing. Oh, heck yes. And you, and we didn't even talk about stop motion, which you are so good at. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, it's so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) There's all the things. Do you find yourself going back and using the animation features on the regular procreate or do you just. I, uh, 
relevant really because you can do you can do all those things you know in procreate dreams um if there was something really simple i think you know you could still do it in procreate yeah. and i think a lot of people will still do it that way um but yeah i i i think i'm challenging also myself to mm-hmm. like if i'm gonna do some animation i want to like take it yeah. to this and see what i can do because i'm also teaching myself you know, the best ways to teach people how to do this, because I'm going to be putting together a course on how to do procreate dreams, and I'm going to have a YouTube video. So I'm preparing myself to be able to teach on sure. this to other people. Yeah, you you know, for those of you listening, at Alt Summit last year, which is a co- creative conference that both Lisa and I have a- attended, Lisa more than me, but I last time took an animation via procreate class. And oh my gosh, it was so fun. And, <laughs> and my sister and I took a couple days off afterwards and I could not stop <laughs> animating things. It was so it's fun. addicting. It's, it really is. And you, and it can be the simplest thing, like one word yeah. or one shape and it, it is addicting and it's so rewarding and it's yeah super fun. Yeah. Yeah. I've been just like adding like simple, like making something spin around or, you know, like that little bit of motion just takes takes this thing that I've drawn to a whole new level and it makes it really exciting and fun to share. And I'm even getting into like adding, I just did, uh, I drew all these dogs the other day and then I'm like, I want to animate them. And I started like wagging the tails and then like, I was like, we need sound effects. So I like found as many dog sound effects as I could. And so they're like barking and stuff. And it was just a lot of fun. It was like a fun way to just spend some time like doing that. Oh my gosh. See now your, your next animated film is going to be at the, you know, the animation festival. We're just going to watch you take (laughs) off and go from there. We'll see. My high school friends thought I would be at the Oscars. So maybe one day. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that. What else is coming up for you this year that we need to know about some retreats, some other things? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've been doing, uh, the procreate dreams course is coming out. I'm hope I'm also planning some more, um, educational stuff for the end of the year it's still in the works um and then next year I've got a retreat coming up in this is going to be at the beginning of April in France nice which I love France it's like my my one of my happy places for sure (laughs) so and that whole retreat is going to be based on um just creative play is kind of the theme that I'm going for where we can like play around with some physical art supplies and do um, just some fun, like, yeah, just play and then learn how to do lots of really cool stuff and procreate and draw castles and like, just like kind of be kids at heart at a mm. chateau in France where we can pretend like we're at castles and like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. That's I, my I want, I want people to like, feel like they're kids again. Like that's, that's oh. kind of my goal with that. People are racing to the website right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that so much, Lisa. I can't wait to just continue watching because I feel like you're a really good example, as we've been talking about, of just somebody saying, you know, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to do it for myself and look what comes out of it. And I, I feel like so often we do what we feel like we should be doing instead of what's mm-hmm. speaking to us. And you are just a shining example of holding on to those things that are speaking to you. I'm I'm kind of impulsive sometimes. So that, that helps me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like creatively impulsive. That's not <laughs> a bad I just thing. like want to try something and I go for it and see where, where it leads me. And that's how a lot of the stuff I've even created, like the different tutorials I'm 
I, I the stained glass tutorial that I did was, was born out of that where I'm like, oh, stained glass, that sounds interesting. I wonder if I could do that in Procreate. And then I did, I figured it out. And then I'm like, oh, people are going to like doing this. So let's make a course on it and teach people how to do it. And it was really fun. Isn't it cool to figure those things out? Like, I love figuring things out. Like that's my favorite thing about creativity is like that feeling you get at the end, but also like the process of like, okay, let's think about this. And like, what do we need to do to make this happen? And like just solving the problems along the way. Yeah. Well, and, and you solve them for a lot of the rest of us too, which is pretty great. I try. (laughs) Let's go to club Lisa. (laughs) Tell me, I just feel like I have I could just think of so many questions and, and keep on going, but I know we'll just have to do it. We'll have to do a, a sequel because you're two. <laughs> always going to be doing new and cool things. Tell me who's inspiring you these days. Um, A name that definitely comes to mind right now is Vanessa Brantley Newton. She is a wonderful children's book illustrator and teacher and just a, a beautiful person. She has such a beautiful heart, the way that she shares, the way that she she cheers me on like she she's wonderful and I I just love her artwork so much and the messages that she sends through her mm. books and things like that so she's just wonderful definitely check her out awesome. um I know we already talked about procreate dreams like but that's also really been inspiring me lately Huge. we already talked a lot about that but like just being like creatively invigorated by that something new has been really, really great. And I imagine and, getting to know the team and the people behind yeah. that, that that are making it happen must be really kind of expansive. Yeah. They really feel like dear friends now. Like oh. they're just, they're just such wonderful people. I love them so much. My husband and I are trying to plan a trip to, um, to Tasmania, which is where they're based. Wow. They're in Tasmania, Australia. Yeah. Most people don't know that. So there's I a fun fact. I think I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. They're in Tasmania, bottom of the earth, they call it. Um, So we've been wanting to plan a trip. We were trying to plan a trip actually um, around Thanksgiving break. So, but (laughs) as soon as they like brought me in on this Procreate Dreams thing, they're launching the app that week. Oh, So we're like, yeah, we're not going to go then. (laughs) We're not going to bother you. (laughs) So eventually we'll, we'll plan a trip and and go see them down there. But yeah. I love Mm -hmm. that. And any other inspirations that come to mind? Because I know you sent me a couple. Yeah, um, there's a couple books that I've been going through. Um, Jennifer Orkin Lewis's book, uh, which is called, I have it next to me, 100 Days of Drawing, Yes, which was really appealing to me as, you know, somebody who does something similar with making art every day. Yeah. But I love the way that she laid out the book and she has mm-hmm. kind of like drawings that you can just finish right on the page. You just draw yeah. over the top of stuff. I really love that book. And then another book that I've been going through is Jessica Smith's book, uh, 15 Minute Art drawing Mm. and she just has some really adorable little illustrations and really good like little step-by-step um ways that you can like complete the drawing and in in 15 minutes like they're really quick and easy which I I love I love that that. like (laughs) well I feel like all these things that we're talking about are approachable I mean I am not Mm -hmm. somebody that spends a whole lot of time on procreate like I I I've certainly been around a lot of people that do a lot of their work that way, but I like to dip in and dip out. And I feel like the cool thing about how you teach and what you're talking about, you know, Jennifer and Jessica, it's like, oh, 15 minutes, I can do that. And not only can I do that, but I'm going to learn something. And, and tomorrow I'm going to be that much further ahead than I was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I've, that's one thing that I've come to learn, you know, since I started making art every day um, is, is that, if you 
try to set out to do like these big lofty goals where you're like, I'm going to spend an hour doing this and da da da. I'm going to do this, you know, doing something every day already is a big goal. And I think even in the beginning of the Making Art Every Day project, like I was like, you can draw every day. And over the years, as I've, um, I don't know, become more learned, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, um, you don't have to draw every day. Like every day that you draw is going to, you know, factor into your skills and help you build your skills. It doesn't have to be every day. It just needs to be consistent. And what's funny about making art every day, the the like title is I spelt every day as one word, mm. like from the get go, uh-huh. which is I've been like, people are like, you, it should be two words because it's every day. And I'm like, no, 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 it's every day. Like this is an everyday <laughs> thing. We want to make it like a normal, natural part of our lives. You don't have to do it every day for it to feel like a normal part of your life. Right. Oh, that that's so good. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> See the Lisa way. I love that. Oh my gosh. I can't wait, hopefully, to see you in March and figure out what I'm going to learn from you this time and at Alt Summit. That will be awesome and set my sights on a retreat. But most of all, get that book in my hands. Where can people find that and and you? Um, All of your. So if you want to get the book, it's available at all the normal booksellers, Amazon, you know, Barnes and Noble, um, International. I haven't announced this publicly yet, but it's going to be translated into French and German Yay. soon. So that's really exciting. Oh gosh, that's awesome. Um so yeah, and you could find it at bardobrush.com slash book. Like there's a link to all the places that you can get it there. Um and then if you want to say hi to me, I'm very active on Instagram at Lisa Bardo um, or at Bardo Brush. Um, you could usually find me there. Awesome. And then to join up to your membership, what's the best way yeah. to do that? Um so artmakersclub.com. So we're artmakers club. We're a digital um, a joy-filled creative learning hub for digital art makers. And you can find that at artmakersclub.com if you want to learn more about it. We would love to have you. It's a really fun community. People are super supportive of each other. There's always new things to learn there. And we have a lot of fun. Who wouldn't want to do that? That sounds so great. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. Lisa. Well, it may, you make me want to go grab my iPad and get busy. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing this. And just so excited for your book. Proud of you. Excited for you. Just cheering for you all the way. Thank you so much. It's been so much fun talking with you. Before you go, I just want to say a quick thanks for tuning in. I hope you found something useful to take away and something to make you think. For those of you listening in on Spotify, and I know there are many, you now have the cool option to show your love for Windowsill Chats quickly and easily. From the show page in the Spotify app, you can simply tap to rate it one to five stars. And of course, I'll really appreciate it too if you leave a review wherever you might be listening. See you next week, lovelies, and I hope it's a creative one.